All right. Good evening, everybody. We are here for another episode of Release the Quacken. We're going to talk about week number 11 on our recap, see how things went, and talk about what's coming up in week 12 and kind of see how things are going. I'm joined tonight by our friend Gene and Jody, Kevin, and our special guest, Tyler. How's everybody doing? Hey, everybody. Good. Good. Pretty good. Lonnie's having some technical difficulties tonight, but I think he's going to jump on here in a few minutes, so hopefully he can get his internet stuff worked out. So... I know the four of us are running dopey this year. What are you running down at Marathon Weekend, Tyler? Um, I am just running the marathon. Just the marathon. <laughs> no, just. Just the marathon. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny the way people say that. Uh, just the marathon. Right. I, I mean, compared, it's not. It's not a lot, I guess. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, a it's a lot. It's twenty-six point two miles. It's more than most humans do in a lifetime. It's a lot. Yeah. You learn a lot about you'll learn a lot about us if you're with us in the in the pool. You give enough time to spill your entire story. Yeah, for sure. It's about seven hours of life that you're never going to get back. <laughs> but it's great, right? It is. So if you're doing just the marathon, mm -hmm. um, you are following pretty much the same dopey training plan that we are, but without the back-to-backs, right? You're doing thirty to right. forty-five minutes twice a week, and then the long runs follow the same as what we're doing, right? Right. Yes. Okay. All right. So since you're basically on the same place we are, how'd everybody do this week? Jody, what's your, I know you're a little modified, so we'll start with you since you're the oddball here. I am the oddball. Plus, you know, I've got to represent the ladies in the house. So, um, well, yeah, well, I did, um, cause you know, I went to Hamilton today. So I'm all about the Skylar sisters, all, all about it right now. Um, I had 14,800 to do this weekend and I'm over the track. I'm over the track. I just want to go out for a long run. I don't want to do any more 800s. Tired of them. They were fine. But once the football players showed up, the high school football players, I became incredibly like self-conscious. Didn't want to be out there anymore. So um, I'm excited to just go back up for long runs. So I'm ready for this part of my training to be finished. That's a lot of 800s, just consecutive. How many did you say? 14. Four, <laughs> so you would do it. An 800 and then walk a 400 and then an 800 and walk a 400. Yeah. That is a lot of track time. And it's, it's still pretty warm too, right? Yeah. Uh, I did the first, um, I think the first five in the neighborhood because I had to get my daughter onto the bus at cross country. So I did the first five there, but I, I Tim and I had worked the homecoming high school, football concession stand the night before so we were on our feet from six until about 10 30 with constant activity we didn't get one second to stop to even take a sip of water so um i didn't sleep well that night it, it was just kind of chaotic so I, i'm just glad this weekend's over i'm glad don't be training it's good dopey training it is time on feet yeah and doing something when you're exhausted and you don't want to and little sleep it was perfect to be training so mm -hmm. hey jody i have a quick question for that about the track so uh 14 800s with the interspersed with the 400s do you have like a clicker or do you use you know, like run keep or something like that because I, do you keep up with it? I i've i've lost count doing that before and uh, yeah, that's i have to yeah. um when I had to do either 10 or 12, or I can't remember one of the times I put blades of grass on the, um, to mark off. I know that's ridiculous, but that's great. I, I love it. I'm like, nobody else was there. So I just grabbed this like 
grass and just laid it out to mark my times. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time I tried to use my phone from Garmin because I would stop and start my watch every time. So every 800, I would start it and then stop it and then start a walk because I had to do a, a 400 walk in between each 800. So that was fine, except at one point in time, I could have sworn I had done like 11 and the, my my app said I had only done nine and I, I thought I was going to just like go and cry. I, (laughs) it was not good, but um, then the app just caught up. So it is kind of a mind game um, trying to get them done. It's not my favorite by far. I much rather put on my sneakers and go for a 20 mile run, go out and see wilderness and other people. And I'm not a track repeat go in circles girl, but um you know, Jeff Galloway talks a lot about the, the, what does he call it? The monkey brain or whatever. And, um, and that yeah. was, a, that was a beat down this weekend. So I'm done. It's done. It's over. It's, it's complete. I'm happy life. We moved on. So how's everybody else's weekend? How's your, or how was your week and your training runs? What about you, Kevin? What's yours like? Um, mine was pretty simple. You know, the two midweek runs. And then today, uh, just about an hour and a half ago, I went out and did four. Um, it's still really hot. It was during the week. It was a little bit better, but today was the temperature was not that high, but the humidity was just through the roof. Um, so, but it, it turned out okay. You know, I'm a little, it's nice to have a down week after last week and hopefully be able to bounce back and take on week 12. That's, that's a lot of miles, but I think I can get there. Gene, I know you had some trials this week how'd yours go Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, i'm a a little bit behind um i i've had some health issues and so i was catching up this week i went out for to make up an 11 mile run from last week and got eight in but uh, i had to stop and uh, then i got another six but um six was great i I had an i was it was a a self-care day my wife had scheduled a massage for me and so i had to cut that six off so so i go take care of take care of me you know what i mean um, but I feel good. I haven't had the, the health problems, you know, th- this week. Um, I, I've, I've had some pretty, you know, significant things happen last, uh, cycle. So I'm not too concerned about it. Um, I, I had previously the, the, the previous long run week, I'd gone two ne- two extra miles rather than nine. I'd done 11. So I've actually already done that 11 miles. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch up. I'm going to be on track. I, I'm fine. Um, just a, a little bit of a rough week, but not, you know, in the grand scheme of things, not that rough. Lonnie, did you get your miles in? Yes, sir. Uh, knocked all of all three of the, the training sessions off. A little worried about this upcoming week. Uh, yesterday was kind of bad. I, I'm dealing with some muscle spasms in my neck right now. So oh. when I run, it gets it gets really bad. So massage. I, I hope I can get that. Yeah, that's what my wife said. She said, you need to go get a massage. But I don't want nobody yeah. touching it because it hurts when you, when you even touch it. So. Yeah. That'll be hard. Uh, maybe we could do a virtual massage. Is that a thing? <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. I'm not sure how that would work. Yeah, you know, it's it's the monkey brain. You know, I can like imagine them touching you. I'm like, wait, what? But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So um, did did all my runs and um, felt good, except that last one when I was dealing with the spasms and I I, I inked out the three miles and I was like, you know, what? that's that's a wrap. Well, my training kind of derailed here a little bit this week. Um, had a little bit of an unexpected surgery. It's going to lay me up for about six weeks of no running. Um, hoping to get some walking in here, probably about four or five weeks in, start building up, and then I'll going to be working on a modified dopey training calendar from 
mid-October, hopefully through the trading courses and see where it gets me. Um, just figure any, any time on feet I can get after that is just one mile closer to being able to complete, but mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. So my updates will be pretty limited here for the next six weeks, just because there's not a whole lot to talk about here until I get back up and moving more. So, all right, Tyler, how about you? I know you, like I said, you're doing the new mar or your marathon. This is your first marathon. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, the first marathon that I've ever done. I haven't done anything over a 10K before. So um, I'm at the point in training where every long run is a new personal best for me um, yeah, when funny. I go out. So, uh, you know, it's 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 fun. It's a good accomplishment. And, uh, you know, once I hit, it, it seems like those first six miles go great. And then after that, that's when the grind starts to come in a little bit. And start fighting with yourself a little bit uh with with how you feel and, and getting tired and everything but um you know the biggest thing for me is is pace like just watching my pace uh, and not those first three miles you know not going out too fast and and then mm -hmm. tuckering yourself out for the last you know eight miles that day or whatever it may be so as you're extending out your runs like you did, um, what, 11 last week, the yeah. run before that was nine. Are you yes. finding like nine was tough the week before, but yeah. your 11 mile, making it through nine was a lot easier, but it's just that two miles after. Right. After that yeah. Point. So th th this past week, it was like, I hit nine. I was like, oh man, I, last week at this time I would have been done. And I, you know, I was still going, but yeah, it, it's just, it, it's, it's a mind game. It is honestly <laughs> like just those, those two extra miles each week is, is you know, it just teases teases you sometimes and uh you know you try to just push through but um yeah mm -hmm. for for never going that far or anything like that it's it's definitely a mind game so what made you decide to want to do a marathon like what was your draw to Man. join twenty thousand of your fellow people at 5 30 <laughs> in the morning in the parking lot of epcot to run through yeah. the park um, honestly, it was just, I, I've been on this kind of fitness journey now for probably four years. I had knee surgery and, you know, it, it, I got to the point in my life, I had younger kids and I was like, you know what, I want to be able to play with those kids. So I started taking my fitness serious and just mm -hmm. kind of making goals for myself. And at this point I'm down about 70 pounds from where I was, wow. you know, four, awesome. four years ago. Wow. And, um, I needed a goal. I was at that point where I was like, okay, I need to work towards something. It's great, you know, watching what you eat and doing all that stuff, but I needed something that I, I could point to and say, okay, this is what I'm working towards. And mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't going to be like a, a city marathon or anything like that. Those are great, but it's not quite what I was looking for, especially with this at this point. So I love Disney um, and <laughs> they, they offered this and, you know, what better way to, to get your run in than, run through the parks and and yeah. do that kind of stuff so yeah so is this your first run disney race it is yes wow that's so awesome i'm that so excited awesome. for you yeah I, I can't wait to go down and experience it uh, it's, you're gonna it'll, get it'll hooked <laughs> you'll definitely get hooked it's fun it's, it's yeah. <laughs> so you've run 10ks in the past have any of them been like big events where you're a couple thousand people or are they just all small local races or they they were small local races yeah this they were not big events at all um they were just you know a couple hundred people so this is going to be a completely new experience for me uh to to run with you know like you said thousands of people like that that will be uh it'll be fun i think it'll be a lot of fun it'll spoil you 
Yeah. <laughs> Coming home and you're the local half marathon, it's got 250 people on it. And yeah, it, yeah. it's it's a lot different for sure. Yeah. So what challenges and things have we ran into this week, guys? What have we, anything last week, obviously besides the health issues? I think for me, like something I've struggled with, I think I mentioned last week is, is just trying to stay hydrated and, and stay fueled up and find something that works. Because sometimes what I found is this after being my fifth, this will be my fifth marathon. The things that used to work don't always work every time. So <laughs> trying to find, sure. trying to as my, as I get older and as things hurt a lot longer, trying to find out how to recover from it, how to stay hydrated, how to stay fueled up on the long run because running out of gas on a on the long run is no fun. So. Uh, that that those are the big things for me. Gene, aren't you an ambassador for like Icy Hot and Metamucil? I mean, can you uh, pass some of that along to Kevin to help Centrum, out? Centrum, Centrum Fifty or whatever. Centrum Silver. Yeah. <laughs> Centrum Silver. Yeah. Um, I should I should be man. That man, that's a good idea. Um, you know, for me, so much of it, so much of it's mental. Um, as you have alluded to, uh, I am the elder of the group uh, by you know by four or five months over Lonnie at least. Um, and things hurt more. The, the heat, man, I, I just, I'm not dealing well with the heat this year. And yeah, um, that's what I found. Like when I ran two extra miles, I ran 11 instead of nine. It was a cool morning, you know, and by cool, I mean, it was like approaching 80 before I finished. And that mm -hmm. was amazing. Yeah, amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just, it energized me. And then yeah, you guys know, um, I was, laid off from my job back in, in July and, you know, stuff gets in your head. And man, when I'm, you know, I'm a little, little flush, frustrated, that's not a word. When I'm a little frustrated, I'm generally very, you know, pretty upbeat, but you know, there are moments where I'm, where I'm not. And that happens to be on, a, you know, usually on a long run day for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but I find, you know, it's such a mind game and I got to get my mind right. I, and listen to the right things. Um, you know, the, the, when I ran eight instead of 11, there was all this, you know, it was hot. Um, I was a little frustrated that day. I did, I wasn't listening to the right stuff. You know, I got to find, it's not music for me. It's not lately. It's not murder podcasts like it has been in the past. <laughs> lately it's been, you know, like thriller books and what I was listening to. I, I chose the history of pirates. I, I thought I was choosing wisely, but apparently it wasn't. It wasn't nearly <laughs> as interesting as I thought it was going to be. I don't know, Gene. If you could listen to those murder podcasts and you think about someone coming to murder you on a run, you pick up your pace maybe a little bit, right? Not in like the daylight, but that's so true. There's um, some trails I've run. I've run up. I joke with Lonnie about a place in Fayetteville. I'd run around the lake like a ten mile trail, and my pace is some of the fastest I've ever run because there's no lights, and that's what I listen to is murder podcasts, and I run fast. I mean, yeah. for this old guy, you know. So Tyler, since this is your first experience with the marathon and your first experience over at 10K, so um, your 11 miles that you just had, that was your longest run to date? Yeah, that was the longest I've ever gone out and run at, at one point. Um, just not, I'm not built, like I'm... <laughs> I'm a big guy. I'm 6'6", 240 pounds. So like, <laughs> I'm not built for distance <laughs> a lot, but, um, you know, it, but, you know, so yeah, 11 miles was pushing it for, for me. So that's one so thing. Have you, I, have you yeah. started playing with your fueling at all or dealing yeah, with the stuff? Is that something that you've started to mess around with? 
Yes, um, definitely. I that that I think is I've missed a couple runs like during the week, and I've been worried. Like, okay, when I go out for that next run, am I going to notice something? And I don't. It, what I do notice is mm-hmm. when I don't eat right and when I don't hydrate like I should. That's when I notice it. Even if I'm hitting all my mm-hmm. runs and I'm not taking mm-hmm. care of myself like I should, mm-hmm. I can feel it um, more mm-hmm. than if I miss a run here or there. Um, so yeah, definitely that is something. And then also like. I never had to carry water with me when I ran before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like this fanny pack type thing now that can stuff some water bottles in it and um, just some of those gel packs and, and things like that, mm-hmm. that uh, you can, you can have along the way. Um, so th- those are things that I've never had to, to worry about before. So it's a, it's an experience, but um, I, I'm learning as I go here and reading a lot and, and trying to figure out what fits me best for, for this, this process. And I think you'll find, you know, there's six of us on this call right now, and there are six different strategies that work. So, you know, that's the, that's the problem with distance running is that what works for me may not work for you, may not work for the next person, but um, that's great. It works this week, might not work next week. It's something you rate this week that you did fine with, could rip your stomach up in mile six the next week. Yeah. That was kind of my point on mine too, just you know you do something one day and it everything's fine and then it just hits you a different way a different time so yeah you know that brings up the biggest challenge i have during this time period i don't know if you guys deal with this as well but when i find when i'm training for dopey i always struggle because i gain weight because <laughs> i'm always hungry and i always mm-hmm. want to eat because you're running you're thinking oh i can you know i'm good i'm i'm working out and all that kind of good stuff but no i'm just it's like an endless pit uh, you know me, guys. I'm built for comfort, not speed. So I'm not trying to go out there and burn it up. You know, I can't do what Jody does and do around the tracks and work on her speed work. I'm more of a cruise control kind of person. And this is always the time that I, I gain weight. Uh, and so that's my biggest struggle right now, how to keep well, it off. Applebee's so comes out and throws unlimited wings, too. That doesn't help. What? Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I um I don't know if any of you listened to that Galloway uh, podcast, but he talked about some post-run um, formula drink that he does that's supposed to help with that that craving of food and so much food after your long runs. Um, so I bought it. I'm I, I'm not so sure that I am seeing a difference yet, but I actually have the opposite after my. After short runs, or in particular when I do the, my pool workouts, which are once or twice a week for me, I'll go swim a 1,800 or a 2,000 in the pool. That's when I'm starving. I don't know what it is about the water, but um, my long runs, I'm never hungry. Like I, I'm hungrier on a 5K than I am a half marathon. I never want to eat after long runs. The next day I'm hungry, but not that day. It's weird. And I'll talk about different people and different things. Like that's just my, you know. A lot of mine's mental though, because I figure, okay, I just went out and I ran 10 miles. I can eat this because I burned it off already. So right. I'm justifying the bad habits, knowing that I probably don't need it. I shouldn't need it, but because I did it, I know I can do it. And then it just compounds. So that, that's where that comes into my problems with the dieting during the marathons for sure. Mm-hmm. So Tyler, what, what, Looking at the plan ahead, what are you most nervous about, or um, what what's kind of one of your mental blocks between now and and marathon weekend? Um, for me, it's when the weather starts to turn. Um, I live in Ohio, so um, you know once we get to November, December, 
um, those, those months, um, am I going to really want to go out and run 20 miles when it's 30 degrees outside <laughs> and, uh, you know, fighting that battle, um, with, with that. So that's, what's kind of worrying me a little bit is, you know, when it really, the weather really starts to turn around here, what does that look like? Um, and, you know, I, I know right now I'm not going to do 20 miles on a treadmill. Um, so it, it's getting outside and, and getting that in and getting that done. Um, not so much about the time that it takes. It's just, okay, is the weather going to cooperate enough where, where you can go out and, and do it on the weekend and, and that type of stuff. So, yeah. We've been fortunate to pass two to three winters, though. It hasn't got bad till end of January, beginning of February. Correct. Yeah. So getting through the dopey training, you'll probably be okay through most of it. Mm -hmm. um, he lives not far from me. So mm -hmm. hopefully we'll be able to even meet up for some of these long runs and some of the yeah. rails, the trails that we can run on. They keep those pretty well maintained even in the winter. So okay. they'll be beaten down. And hopefully that's not a too big of a hurdle for us to knock out here once the weather starts to turn a little bit. But for me, it's not the weather that turns, it's the lack of daylight. You know, because now you, your daylight time and maybe as a female runner, it's more, it's something that I think about a little bit more, but my daylight time shrinking so much yeah. as opposed to, you know, oh, it's light at 6am or it's light at 6.30am and now it's not light until 7 or 7.30 or even 8am. You know, that, that really makes a difference. Yeah. Don't you run at like four in the morning? I do. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> So from four to six, it's still dark anyway. So that's supposed to announce that to people. Yeah. Nobody asked you that, Jim. I'm sorry. I don't need that, you know, a murderer to come after me at four in the morning. At Gene's podcast guy coming after me. But, you know, it's hey, statistically, Gene. statistically, it's going to be somebody that you know. It's not going to be just you know random stranger. No, you, you know, it's been that's been the news and that's terrible. But statistically, it's going to be, you know, it would normally be somebody you know. So I'm just saying, I'm somebody just that's you. mad at me. So Tim's who you really need to watch out for. <laughs> I told Gene he was going to run in Fayetteville at night and he's like, man, it's dark out here. I said, like, dude, nobody wants you. Just you'll be fine. You'll be fine. As long as you don't stumble across the pack, you're good. But as a person, mm -mm, you're good. <laughs> Hey Tyler, I'm curious. So you just hit, you know, you just hit that 11 mile um, mm -hmm. milestone, and you know, at, at each of those, when it's been the farthest you've ever run, how does it make you feel? What what does that feel like for you? You know, it's good because a couple of years ago I couldn't imagined uh, ever doing anything like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, to get to that point where you know I can do that and then still like walk around the rest of the day and <laughs> and be productive, you know that. <laughs> That it's it's definitely accomplishment uh, mm -hmm. that that you can kind of stick that feather in your cap and uh, you know look forward to the next time uh, that that thirteen yeah. miles coming up here you know next weekend and and going forward. Yeah, that's good, man. Thanks for sharing that. So right. I have one big question for you. Mm -hmm. What is your costume strategy for race day? <laughs> are you planning on wearing a costume? Or are you going to wear lizard gear what what what's your plan oh man i i don't know i haven't thought that far ahead but like it, it you know i'm a little bit nervous too because we are going to be going into a little bit of a warmer climate that's a question i wanted to have for you guys what is that process like um you, you know going know. from the the 30 to 40 now all of a sudden to the 
to the 60 or whatever it may be on race day. Um, how big of a shock is that to your system as we go through that? Last but, year, they were all standing with Mylar and sweats and wrapped up in blankets <laughs> before the races. And I've got a t-shirt and shorts on thinking this is the warmest weather we've had in six months. Right. So. <laughs> but but Tyler, it, it depends. I'll be honest mm -hmm. with you. And Kevin can say it. Gene can say it because we were there. We did a dopey one time and it was what, Kevin, 20? It was 20 degrees. Yeah, it was below. So yeah, and it the wind was blowing, the wind was so blowing like 18 miles an hour, and it was so cold. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought I thought I was gonna die out there. We, we said we we're gonna walk the 5k, and about a mile into it, it was like, dude, let's just run. I told you, I can't. Yeah, I, I, my throat always sweats to get away. away. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't get to the bus fast enough. I was like, let me in. <laughs> my best piece of advice is plan for the sub-Sahara heat and the tundra of Antarctica and pack it all because yeah, so. you never know what you're going to get. I've been to a couple of run Disney races where we've had gloves, hats, layers, you know, freezing. And then some other ones where you're perfectly fine in a shirt and shorts. So um, you just, ne you never know. And maybe freezing while we're sitting there in the start for two hours, like just hanging out because you're not moving yet. But then once the, the, the start happens and you start moving, you'll want to start taking some of that off. So the nice thing is um, I go and get um, donated. Like I go to Goodwill and get throwaway clothes. Mm -hmm. So I'll wear those for the first mile or two and then take them off and you throw them to the side and then run Disney people collect them all and they donate them to local charities. So oh, nice. um, okay. that's, that's a great solution if it's cold while we're standing there, but then yeah. hot later. Um, anybody want to talk about the Mylar blankets, the big tip for that? Cause that's a, that's always entertaining. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, Save but them what do you not do? What, you don't throw them away when they give them to you at the um, end of the race. At the end. What do you not do at the start line? You got to have them at the start line. You can't have it on you. you have oh, to yeah. Right, right. When you're running through, because it won't get your, your timing chip. Next thing you know, you're like, you, you didn't finish. You clicked out. So, oh, yeah. We also yeah. learned at the 5K last year that if you throw away clothes for the 5K, and then if you just walk towards the back of the 5K, you can pick up stuff for the 10K half and full for the rest of the <laughs> Really day. nice stuff sometimes, I, too. I, I've seen it. I've literally saw somebody take off something and throw it on the side, and the person behind them picked it up and put it on. <laughs> that, was, that was last year. That was last year. That was last year. Somebody was going through and collecting this because I can use this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, okay. See? It, so, it's great. But I tell you, you're going to have a blast, man. You really will. It, it's, uh, it's an experience unlike any other. Yeah. So do you have so any other good. questions for us? I mean, we're not experts, but we've been through the process a little bit. Do you have? Yeah. Do you do you train? Is it beneficial to train in the morning because the race is so early in the morning? Like usually when I run, it's afternoon. Um, yeah. You know, how is it to, to get up that early and, you know, get start start a marathon or, or start a race as early as they start? Adrenaline will carry you. Um, yeah. the mornings you'll be tired when you get up at first, as you're getting going, only doing one is going to be a huge advantage because you don't have the four yeah. early mornings. Yeah. Um, but as you go through, when you get, you're not going to sleep well, Saturday night, you're going to be excited and just know that you got to, you're going to check your watch every 15 minutes, wondering if it's time to get up yet. But once you get to the corrals and the excitement starts to kick in, you're on the buses heading over and just the whole energy, it, it'll carry you. So I don't, to me, I don't think it matters if I run in the morning or evening just because the excitement and the energy of what's happening, it's, it's going to pull you through. Yeah. Yeah. I know, Tyler, a lot of people, well, there, there's a school of thought 
with another running group that says that it's best that you kind of right before, like when you do your mock dopey or your mock marathon, that you wake up and you do it at the same time. Like Jeff, I'm not a, I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, I've, mm-hmm. I usually train early in the morning because I just, I like to run. Um, I, I like fasted runs unless I'm doing a long run. Uh, it's hard for me to run in the afternoon. Stuff always comes up. I get busy at work, family time. So I usually do it in the morning. But, you know, the biggest thing is as you get ready, I always say there's a there's a Disney trip and there's a run Disney trip and they're different. And you're going to be down there and you'll be drawn into the I'm at Disney. And especially for the marathon, because, you know, you can put 15, 20 miles on your feet the day before, just parks, not even thinking about it. Right. So I would say just plan for that plan for if you're going to go to the parks, just try to rest up, continue hydration, the stuff that you're working on now so that when you when it is race morning, you're not trying to play catch up because if you're dehydrated, it's impossible to catch up when you start running. It just is. And and Tyler, choose wisely who you travel with, because if you travel with some kind of maniac who wants to just go and do everything and schedule everything and eat everywhere. And you're trying to stay off your feet. It's very difficult, especially when they put a lot of pressure on you, you know, yeah. I, I haven't really experienced that myself. I'm just saying that could happen. Peter pressure is real. <laughs> yes, it is. So any other questions, problems, anything going on for this week? All right. Who's got the schedule for next week? What are we looking at? I know it's our first back-to-back weekend. So what are you guys looking at for this week coming up? I know Jody has it. You know it. You got it. You can touch Jody. All right. Week 12. This, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are doing Dopey, is our first back-to-back. So get those shoes ready. Get that time on the feet because it's happening. Um, So we have our normal 45 minutes twice during the week. And then on Saturday, there's a four mile walk. And on Sunday, there's a 13 mile run walk. So miles have increased and now you're on your first back to back. The Bennings will not be participating because we will be um, in Disney World and getting ready to sail on the dream, the Disney dream. So sorry, we won't be, we'll be doing our own little well, we'll be blocking plenty, but um, we won't be participating in that part. But the rest of you all, that's what's on your schedule. Yay for you. Um, I, 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 unfortunately, I do not have the marathon plan in front of me. So, Tyler, what's on your schedule this weekend? Is it 13? Yeah, it's uh, two 30-minute runs Tuesday and Thursday and then 13 miles on Saturday. Nice. Awesome. So a yeah. half marathon. Here you come. Yeah. Now, are you doing the 13? Are you going to stop and are you going to go to 13.1 to get that half marathon in? Uh, I'm definitely going 13.1. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a, that's a big confidence booster too, to hit that this early in the training. That's going to help you a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and I can't stress enough the, the walking of that four mile, you don't have to run it. Just getting out and getting the time on the feet because you're going to be walking so much in the parks. If you rush through that, you're going to lose time on feet. So yes, running gets great. You're going to build faster speed. Um, you're running on tired legs, but knowing when you're in the parks that weekend, you're going to be walking plenty. So if you're just walking it nice and slow and let your feet get tired doing it before you go out for your 13, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. excellent point. But all right. Anybody else have anything else to say before we wrap it up for the evening? Thanks for joining us, Tyler. Appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's great having you. Keep up the good work, man. That's awesome.
Yeah, it's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, thank you. We appreciate you coming on. And if anybody else out there is interested in joining us for a night and talking about your training experiences and how things are going over the next few months, reach out to one of us and we'll gladly get you on here to have a little chat with us. Um, Jody, good luck next week. Enjoy your trip and get your miles in on the ocean somewhere. And for everybody else, just remember forward is a pace, everybody. Have a good night. Good night, good night everyone. Good night. Take care.